are now listening to the Flavor House Podcast. Hosted by Maya Nicole. Hey, yo, Maya, let's cook some shit up. Check one, two, one, two. It's Maya Nicole, and you are now listening to the Flavor House Podcast, season one, episode two Dream Extortion, refining your inspiration in obnoxious lobster pizza because I am not the next Martha Stewart. If this is your first time listening, remember you can check out previous episodes of the Flavor House Podcast on flavorfoodco.com slash podcast on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you podcast. So just make sure you keep it locked into the Flavor House podcast wherever you can. We appreciate the love all over. Download those episodes and listen and enjoy and engage and have fun with us. If you are used to hearing me on the radio or even the previous podcast, I am sure you noticed how raspy or nasally my voice sounds. (laughs) I'm from Jersey, and yes, we have a distinct accent but I do definitely don't sound like this I lost my voice from being out during South by Southwest and then my allergies are just acting up and I have an inflamed nostril passage so we might have to charge this episode to the game because I couldn't wait any longer with recording this I had to get my ish off so much to talk about and I'm like you know what they're just gonna have to get this nasally sounding (laughs) girl today because I couldn't wait any longer you know I'm already late dropping this so you know we're just gonna get into it let's get into some flavor food cold news before I cook some ish up we went through our last inspection for the flavor house pop-up restaurant that will be here located in Austin Texas and I'm still developing the menu for that but I know we will be open in May God willing right you always got to say God willing certain things like that so more news coming soon to that we are also preparing for barbecue season with some dope new sauces releasing that I know will change the sauce game forever so please make sure you stay tuned for that the Flavor House podcast is rolling. We have some special guests coming through, some really, really dope topics. So, yeah, spend your summer in flavor and definitely pull up to the Flavor House in Austin, Texas when you are this way. We would love to see you and love for you to try all the food that we are going to be creating. It's going to be such a dope pop up, man. You're going to eat, stuff your face, and all those good things. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's cook some ish up. South by Southwest is a musical festival where entertainment artists come to showcase their musical talents. And as of recently, they've added film and a whole bunch of other conferences as well. They've also added like an artist part to it, like a painting artist, artist part to it. Just so many things that they jam packed inside of this South by Southwest event. All right. So now before I moved here, I knew a lot of artists that have made headway being at South by Southwest, especially a few years ago, pre-COVID. But this year, I I can say from the feedback that I got from artists, I can't say that 
South by Southwest really understood the assignment or they understood their assignment and they had another agenda. All right, so peep game, right? COVID stopped the bag from coming to Austin for two years. Reports have shown that South by Southwest brings in close to $300 million a year. Now imagine losing that for two years straight. So we are talking $700 million in revenue gone, just like that. That's a lot of money. So Austin loses $700 million in two years. So naturally, how do you think they recoup? Well, I can tell you one way they recoup was with an extensive amount of BS Artist Showcase. That's, that's just that's just what we're going to talk about right now. Every place you can think of had an artist showcase. Restaurants, street corners, pissy in the hole-in-the-wall hole bars that aren't known for anything music-related that are probably mostly known for, like, trafficking and counterfeit alcohol. They even had uh, a music uh, artist showcase. Everyone had a showcase for unsigned artists looking for that chance. And this would look like from the outside, the outside looking in, exposure heaven. You're like, yo, I'm going to perform at all these places. People are going to get to know me. I'm going to be able to tap into a new audience. All these things you're thinking about as an artist, right? So for unsigned artists looking for that chance, this would have been that as it has been that for a lot of artists previous years. But no, it was dream extortion city and there just wasn't enough industry people here in Austin to cover half of the acts that were here. That's number one. So to me, the mission was clear. Let's recoup the money we lost over the last two years by falsely creating opportunities for the hopeful. Now, let me say this. Not all venues were like this. I visited a few that I really enjoyed myself at and I met some really 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 dope artists there I did get to network with a lot of people so I won't say that this was the mission of everyone there but I'm gonna say 80% so shout out to Firehouse Lounge Empire Control Room for sure there are other venues um, the Native Hotel Soho House and a few others I'm gonna list them on flavorfoodco.com so you can pull up there alongside of the flavor house when you come to Austin all right so and let me also say this my experience is my experience and please don't go well that didn't happen for me because I know people are going to feel what I have to say more than they're going to not feel what I have to say and I know that there's people that experience this because I'm not crazy and I've also spoken to a lot of people too so just know this is a perspective that I think it's very valuable. That's why I wanted to share with you guys. All right, so boom. We head out to yet another pissy bar. And for me, this is bar number five. And I won't say the name, but they were having yet again another artist rap showcase. And I need to say rap because I want to distinguish where things might have been different. So this was a rap showcase. The line was down the block. But not because it was popping inside, but because they had to get all the artists. And you know, rap artists always have like this huge entourage. So they had to get everybody situated. So I'm on assignment from the radio station to find dope any artists, to promote the radio station, of course, to network and potentially get some really dope music from my show and on the radio station. I get to the door and instantly peep the setup because my, my senses are just like, my senses are just on. 
artists go through one door, pay through that door that leads them to another door to perform that leads them to another door to exit. It was almost like they were like um, herding cows in a burger factory. This was a setup for at least five showcases that I've been to, but this one was so blatant that it kind of blew my mind. And I think that's when I was like, okay, I'm fed up with this. This doesn't make any sense, right? So I'm standing in line. The bouncer's like, you got to stand in line no matter who you are. All right, cool. That's fine. Whatever. They got to do the checks. I mean, it's rap artists. They got to pat everybody down, make sure people don't have, you know, all these things that we're not supposed to have. So it wasn't even about that. So I stand in line, I get there, and I'm on the other side where the artists are because the other part was just going to put me in the crowd, and I wanted to be able to meet with people again and network. So that happens. Okay, so um, I, I stand in line, and the, the bouncer's like, you can't go in here. And I'm like, what, why would I be able to come in here? Oh, you got to pay. I have to pay. So I'm sitting here like, um, I'm from the radio station. I'm not quite sure why I would have to pay to get in this venue when this is an artist venue. This is a venue for artists to be able to showcase their talents. So help me understand why I have to pay to actually get into this pissy-ass bar. Okay, so now you know the jersey comes out of me because I'm not understanding why I would have to pay. So we're actually going back and forth. We are arguing. We are going back and forth. And I'm like, you, this, I don't understand. The artists are here to perform for people within the industry, within the city, to be able to have that platform. And you're actually charging the person who's able to be able to give them that platform a fee. So then this, this guy comes out. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know. You should have let me know. You was coming. All these things. And he kind of remedied the situation. The bouncer passed me down. I just pieced it up with him and said, all right, cool. But... As I was arguing with him, I'm like, maybe, maybe, like, and I had to have that outer body conversation with myself, and I said, stop, hold up, hold up, hold up, because I ended up backing down to him in the sense where I just said, no, you got it. Like, the guy came outside, he kind of fixed the whole situation, but the fact that I had to even do that was a lot for me, but I ended up stopping, because I'm like, this is, this is a little bit crazy. So, I had this outer body conversation with myself, and I said, you know what, maybe you're too invested in this. Maybe this is triggering for you. Maybe this is not what you thought this was in those rainbows and pixies and sunshine, you know, idea you had of South by Southwest. Maybe that's not this. And I realized, like, you know what? It isn't. And you know why? And I had to, like, reflect and think about it. You know, the tequila had to come out of my system. And I had to think, like, you know what? This was triggering for me because hustle understands hustle. And we might not be in the same industry, but I recognize like this step in the process. And we're gonna get really deep into this. And this is this is this is where um, my brain goes, right? I know this place. And before the event, I spoke with several artists who were hoping that this is and this was that event. You know, that event that changes their career. They've already sacrificed a lot to be able to attend jump through hoops to be able to come here you never know people's money situation you know instagram people stunting all that but you really never know nobody's money situation and for some people that i did speak to this was kind of like borderline their last dollar in the sense where they had to shift some things around move some things around to be able to come here and they were hoping that this would have been that life-changing move 
So as I was standing there, I was like, you know what? This is some bull because this wasn't designed to be that. And that's where the trigger came for me because I've been in a place in my early entrepreneur years where I was on my last dollar or let's just say my last wits in because your wits in is more valuable than the money, right? Like you're just done. You're like, I just can't, I can't see it. And I went to places, whether it was an expo or an event, and I said, I would say, I would say the same thing, like, let this be my break. God, please let this be the day that my life changes because I can't see where else this thing can go. So I felt that. And I, I guess maybe all the feelings and emotions came back full circle in that moment. Because I like again, I spoke to artists. We've had those conversations about what they were looking for this to do, and it wasn't possible. It wasn't possible this year. And it, there could be some artists that probably did make some headway um, because they might have had a lot of money from the labels back behind them or whatever the dynamics were. But for the indie artists with the dollar in the dream, um, that didn't happen for them. I, I just, it, it didn't. I know they met a lot of other artists. I know it was, a, it was a nice space to be in to see a lot of artists network with each other, to go back to their respective cities and be able to do those projects and then you know that that can be something that blossoms into something beautiful but at that moment and then those moments being there I know for a fact that for 80% of the artists there this wasn't that time and it wasn't designed to be that time it wasn't designed to be that moment for people you know just having an outside looking in and it wasn't designed like that way but again I could be over analyzing it but I actually absolutely know that I'm not so yeah that was um just the dream extortion portion of it so let's get into and let's talk about that space that last wits in space talk about that the last wits in space that's a dangerous space to be in when you're in this place you make rash or for lack of better words desperate decisions that could potentially harm your career whether it's being disappointed by outcome and quitting or maybe signing some type of agreement that can make you a slave for the industry I mean we see it all the time when it comes to music artists and they still after all this information sign contracts because they're in this last wits in space and you just make these decisions because you just can't see like you can't see where else this can go from here like I've done this I've done that I've grinded I've I've just done all these things and I just don't know what to do and that's a very dangerous space but let's hopefully this information can help you navigate through it right a lot of motivational speakers will give you that generic speech and say keep grinding keep going and honestly okay that's one part of it but that's not the 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 part that I think people need to highlight think about it you are desperate in despair tired and potentially on your last dollar praying for a break somewhere somehow and you're supposed to keep going through all of that what happens to fixing those emotions and those feelings and that thought process that you have you're supposed to just break through all of that how I mean for some people they can work through that for some people this works but in the moment I think it's best to take a pause because creating and seeking success in that mindset is hard and it only makes you create in despair, create while you're tired, 
create while you're on your last dollar. And is that really your best work? No. So again, let me just say this before I continue. This is my perspective, okay? You need to recalibrate and change your energy. Look at the business with new eyes or look at the situation with new eyes. But it's most important to change your energy. Now, how do you do that? You can think of innovative ways to continue. You can get smarter. You can snap on your craft, release that project. Do whatever puts you in a better space mentally. Sometimes it's actually sitting that project down and walking away from it to just maybe not work and just do the things you love whether it's let's say cooking or um, spending time with your loved ones or going out or going hiking you have to get yourself in a better space there are artists and creators that create in pain and desperation and that's fine but this advice does not apply to people who you know when people say just push through it just push through it yes you can do that but some people can't push through pain and some people can't Um, productively excuse me some people can't productively push through pain and some people can't productively push through desperation you are not creating at your best and when people say that to push through that speaking from experience I've been where I've been in pain for my brother passing and pushed through that and looking back I was nuts I was nuts and I made things harder for myself that it didn't have to be and yeah I did things did happen for me don't get it twisted and um you know I was able to make some headway but when I look back at where my mindset was I wasn't even 100% I was operating on fumes I was operating on just trying to be that strong person that you know society pushes on you like be strong be strong yes be strong no don't let yourself fall apart but if you actually have to fall apart to get back together that's okay too so when you're in that within space and you just can't see where to go from there and you can't you just can't understand how come this wasn't the moment and you know I've sacrificed this I've done that how come this moment wasn't the moment you have to take a pause and you have to recalibrate your energy and you have to get in a better place and that's how the average person should fix that becoming grounded in good things becoming immersed in things that make you feel good finding ways to enjoy other aspects of your life finding ways to go back to enjoying what it is that you do refining your inspiration to say hey why am I even doing this in the first place what got me to be here just keep it we'll just keep it about business but of course this can apply to any aspect of your life but you have to sit down for a second because it is about changing your energy because what those motivational speakers won't tell you is everything leading up to the moment of manifestation matters people always just think about okay well manifestation is that last piece the thing you're asking for so if you're asking okay i'll have this art and i manifested my art being in an art gallery that's just the tail end of everything that's cool and that definitely matters but every moment and feeling from before that is so crucial to even getting you there that people kind of forget that they just say okay art gallery art gallery art gallery you have to be in complete alignment before the art gallery portion because that's what you can physically see you have to pay attention and be grounded in the things that you cannot see and motivational speakers won't tell you that 
they'll tell you to push through and keep going and keep going and yes you can obviously keep going I'm not saying you can't do these things but if you're not going in positivity if you're not creating and feeling good if the things you are doing doesn't make you feel good and you have all these bad days or you're in this mode and then you get to that point let's say i.e south by southwest and you're like this has to be the day hopefully if everything before that was set up correctly if your mindset was set up correctly before that if the energy before that was set up correctly if everything was aligned before that it's rare that you have these terrible these terrible 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 things happen and it's and and then that one day is when boom things change it happens it does happen we do see we do hear that but when you really hear about people in their success stories, they had to get aligned better. They had to start thinking better, moving better, being in better places before that that moment that could have been that happened. So that is just what I'm saying to refine your energy. And you can do that again by stopping, slowing down, getting back to why you love the thing in the first place, doing things that make you happy. Things that make you feel inspired, and making sure up until that point, your energy is refined, it's, it's fine tuned, it feels good. Everything you're creating is you feel good about it. Getting smarter, getting innovative, and keeping how you feel and what you're doing in a positive light, so that when you do get to those moments where you feel like this might be it, your chances are better because you worked on everything from point a to point we're at point z now we'll say that that end point point z so that is what i mean by refining your energy let me know what you think hit me up on social media you can always email me at info at flavorfoodco.com and let me know what you think about that concept some people might have a rebuttal and say nah you just gotta keep grinding you gotta keep grinding of me we know that we know you gotta keep grinding but what else do you gotta do because if it was about grinding, 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 there's people that grind for years. We're going, we're going to really keep it funky. People grind for years and they never really get that break. Mindset is where you need to change at. Um, energy is where you need to change at. So hit me up. I love, again, to love to have the conversation with people. Let's talk about it and let's exchange that dialogue and let's figure it out together. So yes, make sure everything feels good when you do it and you should be well. I love playing around with food. I love experimenting with food. I love trying.
<laughs> we might not be able to replicate that. I promise you, when you see it, it might look a little complicated. But I'm always going to make sure you are able to cook the foods that I cook with. I mean, excuse me, the foods that I cook and also the products that I use as well. So just, just a little uh, disclaimer for that because I'm like, you know what? I don't really want you to hold me to a standard of this middle-aged white woman. <laughs> Or 
spices. I love fresh herbs. So I'm just telling you, use both. It tastes good. I bake the parsley and the um, basil inside the pizza because that's what I like. So just do that. I mean, it's going to taste amazing. You can brush fresh olive oil on the crust. Serve it hot. I mean, this recipe is just perfect. It's perfect for a spring night at the fireplace with a glass of wine. And ironically, I ate cold pizza. This tastes good cold. And don't tell nobody I said that because I swear by not eating cold pizza. I like it hot where like it burns your lip and your tongue and you're still trying to eat it. That's that's my vibe. I'll take a burnt lip with some pizza. That's what I'm like. Flavor House Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We got through so much today. When you make that pizza, make sure you hit me up on IG and let me know how it goes. You can also, you know, email us at info at flavorfoodco.com. Make sure that you check in with us. Sign up for our email list. We'll be dropping so many other recipes and events. We got the Flavor House opening this summer. So I just want you to be able to stay abrupt and abreast to what we're doing. I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Make sure you download this episode and keep it on your phone as reference. We did talk about some pretty deep things here. And you know, that information can always help you or help somebody you know. And that recipe is bomb. So make sure you download this episode wherever you podcast at. And we'll be back the same time next week. And I got a surprise for everyone. It's going to be dope. But the hint is barbecue. <laughs> That's the hint right there. Barbecue. Because I'm ready. This is my season where I really shine. I really, 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 really love barbecue season. Actually, I really love the holiday season. But I like barbecue season more than I like the holiday season. So hint for next week's episode is barbecue you make sure you tune in with us tap in with us on all social media and make sure you sign up for the email list and we'll be back the same time same place next week and remember eat good food and be chill (laughs) all right this is Maya nicole signing off